Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, lovely people. I hope you are having a blessed, blessed, blessed day. Um, <laughs> giving all praise to the Most High Elohim, the Lord of hosts, the living God, the King of this universe, the omnipotent, all kind and merciful supreme, and extolled who is eternal, sublime, and most holy ordained, and the Most High who created this universe, giving him all praise, giving praise to the Holy Spirit, giving praise to the Messiah and the angels. Let's go, let's go. So, this is not funny, but my defense mechanism is to laugh. Um, that's not actually a good thing, but I'm just... the. I know because I see with my spiritual eyes that the Most High is working and he's working slowly and it's amazing to sit back and watch it. But people are off the Richter scale. So this is who I'm going to talk about first. Uh, Okay, okay. So, excuse me. This article is coming from The Current. Now, I first heard it on Sean King's um, Instagram. I listened to the video. I reposted the video. It was disgusting. Um, But it's not surprising. To those of us in the black community, we're not surprised. We know this happens, right? Um, So we're not surprised about it. Um, But it's, it's the audacity of it for me. That's what it is. So this article is coming from The Current. Racist remarks captured in video of Lafayette judge family cheering footage. See, that's wrong. Let's let's start. Let's start there. It says the Lafayette judge's family. No, it was her ass and her family. So you already started the article off with a lie. But all right. Um, foiled of a burglary. Okay, so a video has surf- surfaced capturing racist remarks dropped casually in a Lafayette city court judge's home as her family, her and her family, that's what you should have said, gathered to watch home security footage of a foil car burglar in their driveway. But see, that they all cold because they still covering her. No, that was you. Not just your family. That was you too. Um, in the clip, which Lafayette city court judge Michelle Odenek confirmed to be in her Bendel Gardens home. Witnesses jokingly tossed around racial slurs while narrating home security footage of their efforts to stop a man from breaking into a car on the driveway. In a phone interview, Odenek confirms the armed burglary at her home very early Saturday morning, saying the incident was horrific and shook her to her core. No faces are evident in the cell phone video, and it is unclear who is using the racist language. It is unknown who recorded the video, which was circulated to multiple members of the local media today, and how and why it was initially decimated. There are multiple references to mom throughout the video and her role during the burglary in progress. Exactly. 
And mom's yelling inward, inward. Y'all know what that is. Says one male voice to which another female voice responds, We have an inward. It's a inward like a roach. Lost his wallet, says one voice. That's my phone where it fell out, says another. Going to get the gun can be heard. The dude had a phone on him, chimes in a female voice. I should have taken his phone from him. F effing asshole. Um, so she has two sets of children, twin children. A Lafayette Police Department report places the attempted burglary. Okay, she was robbed, whatever. Um, so the vehicle had been burglarized. Who cares at this point? I don't care how much you talk about this burglary, which was wrong. He had no reason going to her property stealing. What that got to do with her calling him the N-word? And them joking about it. But you wanted to make a statement talking about you was on a sedative. You was on a sedative, my ass. You was clear and you said those words very clear. And I agree with Sean King and everybody else that posted. She should be off the bench because you are making judges who do their job correctly look bad. But again, this is Louisiana. Doesn't shock me. And all your cases should be reviewed. They should open up a review on it. So when asked about the cell phone video, she said she had been not able to sleep since the incident and asked if she could respond via text, which she probably did after the current text, her specific, um, asked her specific questions. In the question sent by text, the current also asked on it whether she thought she could sit fairly in the judgment of black defendants who appeared before her court and whether she was planning to apologize for use of this offensive and derogatory epithet. Her statement follows. My children and I were the victim of an armed burglary at our home. The police were called and the assailant was arrested. Arrested. The incident shook me to my core and my mental state was fragile. Girl, bye. Girl, y'all need to listen to the video. Girl, bye. I was erect and I am still unable to sleep. I was given a sedative at the time of the video. I have zero recollection of the video and the disturbing language used during it. Anyone who knows me and my husband knows this is contrary to the way we live our lives. I am deeply sorry and ask for forgiveness and understanding as my family and I have dealt with the emotional aftermath of this girl. It's not that serious. No, we don't forgive you. No, the days of forgiveness is done. We do not forgive you. Onet did not directly address whether hers is the voice using the offense. Yes, she did. She actually admitted it. See, th this is the gaslighting. This is the microaggressions. She admitted it. Just because she didn't say it was me didn't mean she didn't admit it. Admit it. She admitted it. Oh, I don't re I remember. I was on a sedative and we were so traumatized. Y'all didn't sound traumatized when y'all was laughing and calling him a roach and a nigger roach and all that. Y'all wasn't traumatized then, so you ain't traumatized now. So she didn't respond to the follow-up text. So towards the end of the video... The good thing is we've got video as someone jokes about a dog arriving on the scene to play fetch. So the update to this is that she's on 
unpaid leave. We don't buy that shit. No. She needs to be off the bench and her cases need to be reviewed. And we need to post this on every social media. So let me read the comments. So somebody says, a judge, anyone who knows me and my husband knows this is contrary to the way we live our lives. Judge, we saw the video. That is who you and your family is in private. You suffered a horrible violation in the attempted robbery. The actions of your family to capture the predator is admirable. But who we are and how we live our lives is as much about who and how we live in private. The video shows somebody making racist remarks and nobody's saying stop. That's not who we are. Instead, they are celebrating the capture of a criminal using racist words without objection. This is who you are in private. This is where your heart is when you sit on the bench. I can't see where a black defendant or accuser would get a fair shake with you when it's a judgment call. All right. The next one says, just one disgusting example of why I'm not proud to live in Lafayette. Can a white person use that word and not be racist? Can she sit fairly in judgment of black defendants? No, she cannot. I'd like to see a Lafayette, a Lafayette that does the right thing. All right. Another user says, well, maybe the crooks were under a sedative at the time. Maybe the crooks, this is the best one yet. Maybe the crooks were under a sedative at the time of attempting the crime, and perhaps they have zero recollection of the attempt. I don't know what sedative gets anyone as excited as she was in the video, but regardless, being under the influence of drugs or spirit does not justify irresponsible behavior. I like that. Another user says, two reasons to resign. A national embarrassment to our community. And two, the cost to our judicial system since every ruling where a person of color will be successfully challenged and that likely extends to rulings where persons of non-heterosexual persuasion would meet with her bigotry as well. Those were some good comments. So yeah, I wanted to bring that. He said maybe the burglar was under a sedative too. I know that's right. Uh, Maybe. That's a possibility. They could have been high, thought they was breaking into their own car. Maybe thought that that was their house. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to come talk about this judge because it's the gaslighting for me. It's the fuckery. It's the, the microaggressions. It's, oh, I'm a victim. And I'm a victim and I'm so oppressed. And, we were so destroyed. Girl, bye. If you live, you can go to Sean King. You can go anywhere. You can just type in her name. What is her name again? Hold on. Judge Onet. What's her name? Um, O-D-I-N-E-T-S. You can type it in. Any social media platform. And there's plenty of videos out there that people have reposted and reposted where you can clearly hear them joking and laughing and using that word freely. You would have thought it was a clan meeting. Seriously. So I don't buy the sedative. I don't buy that you was distraught. I don't buy none of that. Now, I'm not excusing the behavior of the thief at all. I don't like thieves and liars and all that. I don't. I don't condone that behavior. But at the end of the day, 
your behavior yeah it, I, i'm pretty sure we don't want to ask your friends how you are in private we don't want to ask that question because we know that if you have friends they pretty much like you so at the end of the day she needs to be removed from the bench and all her cases need to be reviewed the sad part about that is it's gonna tax it's gonna cost the taxpayers of lafayette a lot of money but if you want change in that in this community in this world you gotta put your money where your mouth is i i'm a taxpayer i pay for that i pay for all her cases to be reviewed i sure would i sure would so she needs to be removed from the bench so let's update y'all on mr ethan crumbly ethan crumbly um parents um oh that first article came from the current i hope i said that because i gotta give props to where props do even though they were still giving her a wide berth in the article so the parents of michigan high school suspect appear in court on manslaughter charges so this is coming from cnn the parents of ethan crumbly the 15 year old charged in the deadly michigan high school shooting last month appeared at a probable cause hearing tuesday afternoon their first in-person appearance in court james and jennifer crumbly each faced four counts of involuntary manslaughter prosecutors accused the pair of giving their son unfettered access to the gun he's accused of using the gunfire at oxford high school on november 30th left four students dead the slain students were identified as madison baldwin 17 tate meyer 16 hannah st julia 14 and just justin Schilling, 17 authorities said the shooting also left seven others, six students, and a teacher injured. Ethan Crumbly is charged as an adult with one count of terrorism causing death, four counts of first-degree murder, seven counts of assault with intent to murder, and 12 counts of possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. The judge entered a plea of not guilty per a request from Crumbly's attorney during an arraignment December 1st. Tuesday's probable cause hearing for his parents was adjourned until February 8th after both prosecutors and defense attorneys said they need more time to go through discovery. Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald said her office is still going through an unprecedented amount of discovery and only has about one-third of the material. The volume of discovery in this case is staggering, McDonald said in court. Prosecutors gave defense attorneys some 500 pages of discovery on Monday in what McDonald called the first wave. Her office has another 440 gigabytes of data to process, including reports, surveillance video, recorded witness statements, and other documents, she said. On the heels of funerals for the victims, prosecutors have decided not to do witness interviews over the holidays. We do not think it is in their best interest or the interest of justice to do that during the holiday season, McDonald said. Both James and Jennifer were shackled at the wrist and sat at the same table with their defense attorneys between them. McDonald says she expects the preliminary hearing on February to take three to five days with approximately 15 to 20 witnesses. Defense attorney Shannon Smith and Merrill Lehman 
requested a bond hearing with the judge scheduled for January 7th. Judge Julie Nicholson signed a protective order which prohibits the public release of any materials regarding the actual shooting and subsequent injuries to protect the victims. Nah, that ain't what that's for, but okay. A previous scheduled hearing for next week was canceled. Ethan Crumbly appeared via video from the Oakland County Jail on Monday, where he is currently being held. He wore a face mask and only spoke when asked to identify himself or when he acknowledged he understood his rights. The probable cause hearing in his case was postponed until January 7th. Father bought a gun prior to the shooting, prosecutor says. McDonald alleges James Crumbly brought the gun used in the shooting at a store in Oxford on November 26, and the parents gave the weapon to their son as, as an early Christmas present. Ethan Crumbly shortly posted a picture of a gun on an Instagram account and cap captioned it, Just got my new beauty today, Sig Sauer 9mm, with heart eyes emoji, McDonald said earlier this month. Jennifer Crumbly also posted about the gun on social media, calling it his Christmas present. McDonald continued, and his mother also took him to the shooting range the weekend before the shooting, according to law enforcement. When students returned from Thanksgiving break the day before the shooting, a Monday on Monday, a teacher saw Ethan Crumbly searching ammunition on his phone and reported it to school officials, the prosecutor said. The teacher notified school officials who contacted parents via phone and email, but they re but they who contacted the parents via phone and email, but they reportedly did not respond. Later on Monday, Jennifer Crumley sent Ethan a text message saying, Laugh out loud, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught, McDonald said. The next day, the day of the shooting, another teacher found a drawing of Ethan Crumley's desk which essentially depicted a shooting. McDonald said it alarmed her to the point that she took a picture. Oh, I'm glad she did because I said, if y'all remember in my last uh, podcast, I said, I hope she took a picture of it. It alarmed her to the point that she took a picture of it on her cell phone, the prosecutor said. The illustration showed a semi-automatic handgun pointing at the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me, and included a drawing of a bullet with the words, blood everywhere, written above it. McDonald said the words, my life is useless and the world is dead, were also written on the drawing. But he drew, wrote that wrote that because they want to use, they're trying to, they're going to try to embed mental stability. So just don't get your panties in a bunch. When they in bed, oh, he was unstable. He's crazy. We need to get, don't don't be surprised. So that's a trick bag, as Tyreek Nasheed would say. The distressing picture led school officials um, to hold a meeting with Ethan Crumbly's and his parents, who were instructed to help provide counseling for their son within 48 hours, school officials had said. The parents declined to take their sons out of school that day, McDonald said, and he was allowed to return to the classroom. And that's why you're being sued, because you didn't follow proper protocol. Oxford Community School Superintendent Tim Thorne said because the suspect had no prior disciplinary actions on his record, don't matter because you do black kids work. You, uh, black kids was having temper tantrums in kindergartens and y'all came and put handcuffs in them. So that excuse is bullshit and the parents should be outraged for it. 
Look it up. They was arresting kindergartners and first graders and second graders because they was having temper tantrums, which what is what little kids do. And those little kids didn't have no prior arrest records or disciplinary action records. So miss me with that bullshit. So y'all should be, you parents at Oxford should be suing Tim Thorne for that irresponsible response and their irresponsible actions. On his record, school counselors decided to allow him to return to class rather than send him to what they thought would be an, an empty home. I don't know what that means. The shooting at Oxford High School spanned about five minutes, prosecutors said. Surveillance cameras at the school capture much of the violence, prosecutors have said. Just before 12.51 p.m., the, shoot, the day of the shooting, Ethan Crumbly could be seen with a backpack, then a minute or two later exiting a bathroom without the backpack, but with a gun in hand, prosecutor Mark Keith said during Crumbly's arraignment. People gathered at the memorial for the dead and wounded outside Oxford High School in Oxford, Michigan on December 3rd, 2021. Crumbly <coughs> excuse me, then allegedly began began to methodically and deliberately walk the hallways aiming a gun at students and firing the weapon, Keith said. When students began to run away, Crumbly allegedly continued to go down the hallway at a methodical pace and shoot inside classrooms and at students who hadn't escaped, Keith said. This continued for another four or five minutes and Crumbly eventually went into another bathroom, Keith said. Dozens of terrified students called 911, Call 911. The call center received more than 100 calls as police raced to the school at 12.52 p.m. local time. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard said when deputies arrived, the suspect set the gun and surrendered, officials have said. Ethan Crumbly was initially being held at Oakland County Children's Village, a juvenile detention facility, because he was charged as an uh, because he was charged as an adult. Excuse me. He was transferred to the Oakland County Jail. On Mondays, attorneys for the Crumblies asked that he be transferred from the jail back to the Children's Village. Deborah McKeevely, who was appointed the team's guardian, said Crumbly should be moved because he can hear adults which violates the statute for minors being held in adult facilities. The judge denied the request, and Keith said he will contact the facility personally to ensure Crumbly is not in sight or sound of, of adults at the jail. James and Jennifer Crumbly arrested after manhunt. Dang, they was in a manhunt? I didn't know that. Or did I know that? I don't know, y'all. Um, initially had an arraignment scheduled for December 3rd, but they failed to show up in court. An hours-long manhunt followed. The couple was found early the next morning on the first floor of a commercial building in Detroit, some 40 miles south of Oxford area where they lived after someone tipped off police Friday night that their vehicle was nearby. They appeared to be hiding in the building, Detroit police officer James White said during the news conference. The man accused of helping their parents had identified himself as Edzil, I don't know, A-N-D-R-Z-E-J-S-I-K-O-R-65, and his attorney, Clarence Daz, have cooperated with authorities. 
Dad said last week a search warrant was executed at Sakoa's home after he and his attorney voluntarily went to Oakland County Sheriff's Office, where he was interviewed for more than two hours. Mr. Sakura fully cooperated and answered all of law enforcement's questions. Mr. Sakura did not assist the Crumleys in invading law enforcement, did not know there was a warrant for their arrest, and did not know there were at his art studio at the time of their arrest. Dad said in a statement, he has not been charged with any crime and will continue to assist members of law enforcement in pursuit of justice. And correction, an early version of this story incorrectly stated that a Monday court appearance by Ethan Crumbly was postponed. He appeared in court via video, but the hearing was postponed after prosecutors asked for more time to review evidence. So, we'll see what happens with this case. This is going to be very interesting. I wanted to give y'all an update on that. And I'm going to need the news media to get their facts right. Because y'all didn't accuse this man of hiding these people. And now they're saying that this man wouldn't even hide nobody. And y'all can get somebody hurt like that. Like, you got a lot of people out here who are distraught and terrified and suffering from PTSD. And you say that, what if somebody would have attacked that man? Like, news media, I'm going to need y'all to get it together. Y'all just throw these stories out without fact-checking. What happened to the integrity in new? You know what? And then they have another another article on now. This is I just read you CNN's article, but you know we can all I got something to say about CNN, but I'm gonna let that be. And then on Fox News, that their their title of their article is Ethan Crumley Dad Mouth's Message to Wife in Michigan Shooting Appearance. Who gives a fuck <coughs> that he that he um that he mouth I love you nobody give a shit nobody cares can we focus on what happens I just, I just don't understand. I don't care that he mouth I love you to his wife. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. So I'm going to also try to keep y'all updated on this case because it's a sad case of events. And I pray for those family who's lost loved ones. Um, it was irresponsible. And the superintendent, I said, if you go look, when I first started talking about this case... I said the parents need to come together and civilly sue every adult at this school who dropped the ball and didn't take this, except for the teacher who reported it. The teachers who reported it did their job. At the end of the day, you have people in this school district and in this situation who dropped the ball and they need to be held accountable because people lost their lives. People lost their lives what you mean he didn't have nothing on it y'all arrested children especially black children for less you arrest us for breathing so miss me with that bullshit now four lives are gone and seven to eight people are injured not talking about not even including the psychological damage to everybody else however 
Y'all been doing this to our people for centuries and decades and years and years and years. So, um, I read an article last week that some of the parents got together and filed lawsuits as they should. Pay attention as they should. But pay attention to the wording in these articles. The article that I read you about the judge and the article that I read you about Ethan. Pay attention to the the reading. Pay attention to what they're reporting. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because they really trying real hard to let this boy off. Sounds like another case that we was just dealing with. So at the end of the day, there are gathering up the, the, the acorns to make the nest of mental incapacity. Mental illness. They go, they're gonna use they go badmouth the parent. Now why y'all I love you. I love you, Puka Bell. While y'all doing all that in court, they finna throw y'all ass under the bus. So y'all might do jail time and he might not. Or y'all might all go to jail. But it's gonna be interesting how this plays out. So pay attention and watch your kids. Have conversations with your children. Be aware of what's going on in their surroundings. Protect your children at all costs. Y'all have a blessed day.